Welcome back to All Things The Podcast. So in this episode, find out how Gage nearly died. We've got a controversial guest who has a message for his haters and he made £20,000 profit in January alone. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to All Things The Podcast. We've got a full house in the studio today. I'm here, I'm Ben. We've got Gage here. Hello. Harry's back from skiing. Hello. And we've got a very special guest. Uh, This is a man who... Just recently uh, did a face reveal on Twitter. He's not a cat, not but a cat. he is called Felix. Welcome to, Hello, to the podcast. So, Felix, you've taken the Amazon FBA space by absolute storm. You've scaled up really, really quickly. So just looking through some of your tweets here, you've made £20,000 profit in January. <laughs> and that's profit, not revenue, because a lot yeah. of people say they made 20 Yeah, it's No orange sale. bars over here. Yeah. Only, uh, only dashboard screenshots. Yeah. So, so but when did you actually get into Amazon and uh, how did you scale up so I quickly? I think my first sale was October the 15th, 2022. I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like I'll always remember that date for probably for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd had previous businesses done various things before. Um, obviously I had some nice starting capital uh, to get it all started with. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just kind of just made it my whole thing. I was just, you know, wasn't really doing any other projects as such. So it was just really any spare moment I got, I was working on Amazon mm. and uh, yeah, just glad I started. Just saw Gage killing it. I thought, got to get involved. Yeah, because you guys live close uh, to each other. Down yeah, down yeah, down. Went, went to the same school. Went to actually. the same school. Yeah, oh, nice. and um, yeah. I think it would surprise some of you. Felix is actually the year younger than me. So if you yeah, thought I was yeah. young, Felix is even younger yeah, than me. Son, 20 years old. Yeah, that's insane. Um, <laughs> but no, fair play. I mean, so what were you doing? But how did you build up your capital? Fairly? Yeah, so I had I was doing like wholesale clothing logistics. So I just like pair all this together from like smaller brands that, you know, wouldn't really be able to work with like factories and stuff. And I kind of just pocket the difference. Um, it just felt a bit middleman-y, I guess. Um, and it, I don't know, it started to taper off in the end because kind of the way it works, like, you know, as people grew, you know, they'd be ordering a bunch of stuff from me, but then... They just end up just going direct and uh yeah just kind of started revenue started falling on that i just decided it was time to jump ship and uh just try something new and i was kind of caught between either selling shoes or selling on amazon i did a few 7am wake-ups to cop shoes and mm-hmm. very quickly realized i was <laughs> not going to be doing this especially when I, I don't think i got a single successful checkout so i decided pretty early on yeah it's it's amazon or nothing um going uni at the time doing software engineering uh definitely helped towards like what i've built now you know it's all very computer orientated so it mm. really helps i'm well versed with that um and yeah i just was committed to making it work i mean maybe not to the scale i've done it i only really wanted to cover my bills and be able to pay for stuff throughout uni um but yeah i just decided fuck uni i'll just <laughs> do amazon instead yeah why not and it's incredible to see like because you've really broken the barrier because a lot of people get to sort of making yeah maybe between two and five grand profit and struggle aside from december where everything goes crazy to mm. sort of hit those those kind of five figure profit months consistently is that mm. is would you say that's down to capital or, or, or are you doing things differently to most others i say a mix of both. I think capital has definitely a big impact on it because obviously you can't sell stock that you're not able mm. to buy in the first place um i'm probably a bit more adventurous of what i'd buy i'm more willing to try new things i think people with more limited capital might just not i mean also, because I've got a business background, like I'm used to risking money. It's mm. kind of what I've always done. Um, so, yeah, it def- definitely helped, but also just dedication to it. Like I literally wake up every morning, I check my phone, see how many sales I've got already. I am um, just always thinking about it. 
completely immersed. Yeah, no, that, that's the way to do it. I mean, you, you tweeted yesterday that you dropped 20 grand on a single ASIN. Uh, 30 grand, actually. 30 <laughs> yeah, so, that uh, was a... I want to say it's nerve-wracking, but it actually wasn't mm. really. Like, I was just con- I was just confident in what I was doing. I mean, obviously a little concerning if it does, doesn't work out, mm. but I can't really see it not working yeah, out. Yeah, so. but when you've been in business, it's just numbers on a screen, effectively, mm. and if, if mm. the data checks out and it fits your risk profile. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, when I, when I started, I wasn't just winging that mm. much money into products, but as of, like, recently, as I get more confident in my analysis and how I'm sourcing stuff, data checks out uh you yeah. know proven track record of stuff working so can you give us a hint on the asin yeah if you just give me the asin <laughs> yeah drop it, a like and we'll post the asin below does it start yeah. with a b it does start with a b uh, okay oh, guys okay. i think there, it has a zero in there as well i think there's somewhere. only seven letters left <laughs> you guys Four might numbers. be able to work it out so, as much chance of winning the lottery as, yes uh, as yeah yeah but take your picks i literally i wouldn't t- even tell you how many units i've bought i'm keeping it completely closed lips smart smart so. Yeah. No, so so obviously your your principle is go wide and not deep i mean it doesn't come much mm. going deeper than, than yeah than, than spending that amount on, on an asin so mm. um so yeah it seems like you've you've kind of come up with your own strategy i mean but is it i still say i go i go wide as well i mean mm. i've got I, I normally sit around like 500 or 600 active listings mm-hmm. um so i'd definitely say wide but you know, when the time it's just comes, this specific if, if the, one, if the yeah. volume's there like most most products i might only spend a few hundred quid on Every now and then I'll spend like 5K on a single product. This is definitely more unusual than what I'm used to. I've never spent this much on a single product. I think the record before this was like 10,000. But yeah, Mm. I think it will work out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you only live once. So. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd be much, much more unhappy if I never tried it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's better to regret something you've done than something you haven't. Hopefully, mm. it's uh, not La Roche per se, because you know that's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that's just become restricted. So <laughs> really, it was a whole palette of that. <laughs> <laughs> Seven thousand units. Stuff as well as some eBay's about to be flooded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely uh, keep your receipt for that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, it's, it's not beauty. That's all I say. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it, it was always fun seeing Felix around school because uh, we'd always be wearing like our Supreme North Face coats. <laughs> we, yeah, we we started very young selling stuff yeah, and, yeah. and, and just, doing business. It's hunger. Really, yeah, for making money. I just didn't want to stay broke. <laughs> did you Did you feel like you could have got better grades if you weren't doing your business? I mean, I got all right grades. Definitely, definitely. When I went to Chatham, I got better grades. Um, I do agree. I, I think I probably could have done. You know, got A stars. If I really, if I dedicated myself to school as much as I have, like Amazon, and stuff, yeah. But I just wasn't as interested. No, no, Computer no. science, yeah, I got, I got like A stars. But um, I'm sure you really regret those else. missed A stars when you look at your 20 grand profit for January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd worked slightly harder, you could have got those. Well, A-stars I actually, right? I actually didn't do too great in A levels, so I was kind of lucky enough that it was COVID, so we didn't do proper exams. It mm. was like the teacher kind of had a say in the grade. Was it just based um, on your predicted grades then? Yeah, a little bit. We mm. did do like little exams, but they were kind of just a part of the equation as well as your predicted and stuff like that. So I did all right. I think I got like a B and A in computer science but i didn't revise at all i did like a couple hours of computer science and then nothing else um got e in psychology an e yeah so involved in my in my business at the time i was just it wasn't really something i cared about i don't even much. know how you can get an e if you don't sit the exam mm. i know, I know. Like, <laughs> I just, your teacher must have thought this this guy is not yeah, good i wish you had more confidence in me because i did like psychology it's yeah like i hated it i just 
had better things to do than revise psychology. Do, do any of your teachers, uh, do you know if they follow you on Twitter or anything like that? They've seen what you're up to now? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing my computer science teacher. <laughs> yeah. I was she about was to... pretty nice, even though everyone hated her. I was about to say, because if they saw your tweets, you might have got higher than it. You're rent-free in a few people's heads yeah. on Twitter, aren't you? So, yeah, <laughs> Did you have Mrs. Definitely. Wright for Confusion I did. Oh I, my, did. I fucking hated that. <laughs> I told oh everyone hates God. her. I actually thought she was all right, but I think it's just because she really liked me, because I actually was like the only one that put in effort. I got a C. She gave me a C. Because uh, I didn't sit the exam either. Mm. So, But mm. mine wasn't even based on any exams. Just the, just the teacher. Uh, but 25% of the A-level is coursework. I want A-star on the coursework. She gave me a C. Mm. I'm like, oh, I hated her so much. But that Mrs. Wright, no relation to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really strange. My uh, mum was a teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Let's go on to to Twitter. So you've um, oh you've uh, yeah. This is uh, this is going to be interesting. So you've obviously <laughs> you've been sharing your your story and and generating mm -hmm. a few uh, fans or or some would call them fans. Some would call, call them, them haters. Fans. Yeah. I think, I think really they they truly love me at heart. Yeah. They, if they're spending this much time thinking about me and replying to my tweets, they they got notifications on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, so so but we because but I've copped a, a few hate comments in my time. But I, I I just block and move on. But you have a very different approach, and you 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 take them take them face on, don't you? Yeah. I just feel like if you're gonna comment something about it, then um I just prefer to reply and prove you wrong. Mm. And, um. Take it any way you want, really. Um, I guess I do 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 a mentorship thing, but it's not it's not my main business. I'm just focused on my store. You can mm. kind of think think what you want about it. Yeah, there is. I think a lot of it stems from kind of jealousy because you've obviously come mm. on the scene very quickly and now yeah. doing better than most others. And and yeah, I mean, you, you can tell a lot about a person how they react to someone doing better than them. Uh, so mm. like for for most normal people, would be oh, fair play to him. He's doing really well. Can I take inspiration from this to do better in my own business? Mm. But yeah, when the, your initial reaction is bitterness, jealousy, that I think that says a lot about you. And I don't, I don't really see the point of it to be honest. Mm. Like if they're doing well, I'm doing well. We're both making lots of money doing the same thing. Why would it not be more beneficial to network? You know, mm. make friends, mm. work together. I mean, hence why I'm here. Hence why I talk to lots of other yeah, Amazon absolutely. sellers. Mm. But some people just aren't interested, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, so have you got a message uh, for your fans? Because they'll definitely be watching um, this. <laughs> I don't know, really. <laughs> there we are, guys. Uh, he doesn't have a bowl cut. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a bowl cut, as you can probably see. You've got to turn your head. Like We need like a 360 angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's definitely a bowl cut. There we are. <laughs> guys, no, he he had a cut, cut yesterday. <laughs> had a repair just in time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I so so what what does the future look like for you? Are you just uh, are you a long term thinker or just take it one month yeah, at a time? Def definitely long term, especially now I've dropped out of uni, so it's like my main plan really is to make this work, and um, which I think is the right move. I've always liked e-commerce. Um, just branching more into wholesale this year, just getting some bigger orders in, turning on a little more money. Um, I'm thinking about private label because uh, it just seems it seems a very good long-term plan i mm. mean i think you can fail a lot at it for like a whole year and nothing will really stick you'll be like breaking even but i think once you get something to stick it can work like really yeah well. but all you need is one product yeah <clears throat> and people yeah. have you, you talk about seven figure exx and stuff like that which is exactly. a possibility and like that that would be life-changing money and that's mm. that's what i want i want yacht money that's that's a, that's <laughs> that's the end goal really uh a nice nice little yacht or something like that um and I think that will only ever really come from something like private label where you can do like a sale of the brand. <coughs> so I probably will get into that. Mm -hmm. 
kind of be putting off just because I kind of prefer chasing quicker money. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I've got to do it for the long term. Mm. Slightly off topic, but I do have to bring it up. Speaking of yachts, <laughs> I found out yesterday that Jeff Bezos on one of his yachts, because he has multiple, on one of, of his yachts, uh, you know, sometimes on pirate ships, they have like a mermaid at the front, like a statue of a mermaid right mm. before, so like hits the waves. He has that, but his girlfriend is on the front of his yacht oh as like God. a statue. Is that, that is, not insane? That's so cringe. Yeah. Why? That's yacht money. Same. Yeah. <laughs> and again, if you know, if you got that kind of money, why not? It's just all, <laughs> if they end up splitting up, he's got to then replace the statue. Yeah. Right? Well, that's when we'll get a seller fee increase, won't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paying for another one of his bloody yachts. So what made you decide to drop out of uni? I'm sure some people listening are in uni. Yeah. Probably so, um, don't drop out. I was only in my first year. So, you know, I wouldn't advise anyone that's actually, you know, put a lot towards it, um, dropping out. You know, I might as well follow it through. But I'd only done my first year. Um, I was already, I already had my flat and stuff. So I was secure-ish financially uh, enough that I could venture into the business and it was just a case of I just saw my sales figures I was just like it was already like early on like a few months in it was way more than what I expected um so I just thought you know if it's working this well already I can kind of commit to it um and I, I stayed till the end of the year did my end of year exams and all that stuff did all right but yeah when the time came to like re-enroll in the next year I was already making like 10k a month like every month and I thought, like, that's like tuition for a year. Like, yeah. why, why am I here? Like, what's the end goal? Like, if I stay in uni, get a job in computer science, start a salary like 30, 40 grand, like, if I get a good one. Because it's a lot more saturated than when I had this as my dream when I was, like, seven years old, you know, when talk of, talk of like, 150K starting salary and shit yeah. in tech. Um, so I just figured, you know, e-commerce is what I'm good at. I'm making money really what is life about other than just having enough money to do what you want and um it already given me a lot of freedom so i just thought i'd stick with it no it's very nice and now mm. you have total freedom yeah mm. pretty much so, so so when you placed your 30 grand order at, at, at your supplier they didn't say oh no sorry have you got a degree uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no, no they did not um i mean no hate on degrees i think you can definitely get ones that are worthwhile but you know if you've got a way to make money already kind of what's the point no, I completely so, agree. You can always go back to uni if it all goes to shit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it won't. <laughs> yeah, I think because so many people go to uni now. I mean, I would say getting a degree is more saturated than Amazon even. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but because but it's kind of the value of it has been degraded because mm. everyone has a degree and, and you've got like, you can get a degree in Taylor Swift and shit like that now. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I think like to my future kids, like if they want to be a doctor or a lawyer where you actually mm. need a degree uh, to, to, to study, to to be able to actually do the job because it's a progressive career like that, then obviously you, you mm. need to go to uni. But no, totally like, agree. if I had a 16 year old kid, I'd say, I'd, uh, yeah, start a side hustle or mm. become like an electrician apprentice or something. Yeah. And by the time all your mates are leaving uni with hundred grand in debt, you're yeah. could be making a similar amount with your own. It's so expensive. Business. And thinking of a whole life where you've got that much debt hanging over mm. you. I mean, computer science, complicated, being a doctor, complicated, those kind of things. You need a degree, but, you know, if you've got a degree in, like, fine arts or something, mm. what's the plan to pay off that debt? Like, is it really yeah. worthwhile? My uncle has a degree in art, <laughs> uh, and he works in a library. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. he sells books in the library. Well, do they sell books in libraries? I don't know. I mean, you can they buy books in libraries. Yeah, loan yeah, them out. Loan them. Never have been. Have you ever been to a library? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I have once when my internet went out. I went to a library and used a computer yeah. as a kid. Actually, yeah. a physical book. Oh, yeah. nice Never touched a book library. in my life. <laughs> Thing at the library, computer at the library. I did actually buy um, the Daniel Carnegie that how to win friends and influence people oh, i bought Dale that book because every all, all the money influencers are always like get that book and and read it mm. and i read like four pages and then i stopped and now it just sits on my desk yeah. but how are you gonna win friends and influence people now? i have no idea now <laughs> i don't know the, the summary of the book is just call people by their name mm. and they like it oh wow well, well, well said gage yeah <laughs> <laughs> great point ben <laughs> <laughs> do you read a lot now no, I don't read anything. Mm. What about you? I no, not really. I mean, not I haven't read a book in ages. I used to read a lot when I was younger. Like literally, like all day, I'd be reading. Um, yeah, nowadays I just I don't know. I say I'd say I don't have the time, but that's just a lie. I just don't make the time. To yeah, read. I just do other stuff. Um, I think where we have brain rot, like everyone now has brain rot in where they're just looking at things all day on their phone. Yeah, I find it impossible to read a book. Like, mm. my attention span just isn't there for it. Yeah. It could be really captivating and something I actually want to read. And I don't think I'm able to read it. I have that much brain rot. Mm. So you're telling me you guys don't get up at 6am, read a book, cold shower? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wake up. So I just wake up, still tired from the night before somehow. Pot noodle up, and like wank. 10, 10, <laughs> 10 o'clock, get out of bed, force myself to have a shower. That's about it, really. <laughs> so it, it, an early start for you today, getting up here. Yeah, it actually, it's exactly what I said to Gage. I was like, bloody hell, I had to wake up at like eight o'clock this morning. <laughs> it's unusual. Yeah. But that's what it's like being your own boss. You yeah. Don't have, you yeah. don't have to wake I, up at a certain time, right? I still get the work done at the end of the yeah. day, so it doesn't really matter when I do it. Um, yeah. yeah, I always find that the biggest scam, because it's always like my my dad and like people I know who are like the older generation, they're like, oh, well, we get up at, you know, the crack of dawn, to, you know, money doesn't sleep all this it's like well that's all well and good like if you know you work 12 hours a day but if you're putting in efficient hours of half that time then it's mm. not worth it I i'd rather get up at 10 a.m and put in a solid work for a day and then finish whatever i want to finish at least i'm getting the work done doesn't I was, matter i was speaking to my girlfriend's dad once and he was uh, telling me that i don't know what hard work is because when he he was my age he was on a farm shoveling cow pat like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you definitely did work harder than me but uh, yeah they definitely worked a lot yeah. harder than, i mean what we roll out of bed <laughs> refresh seller toolkit yeah. <laughs> looks good maybe i should probably buy some more products yeah <laughs> i'm, I'm very go for thankful a walk that's first. not the life i live shoveling yeah. actual shit yeah he was or telling me like any oh, hard labor. one time i fell face first into the cow pat <laughs> bloody hell mate <laughs> that sounds hard. <laughs> Once it can, it can, on my keyboard. It can feel like, like that. that when you get a, an IP claim or something like Amazon. Yes. Yeah, not yeah. literally right. having your face. Have you ever had your inventory come in as unfulfillable? Like that's yeah. cowpat. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you ever had it where you've sent in something and they just send it back to you? No reason as far as I can see given. And then you send it back in again and they send it back to you again. It's like I why? had that before, but it worked out yeah. because there was protests at one of the Amazon fulfillment centers for large items oh. and uh it has I, always been large items yeah it's happened to me yeah right? there's a protest and then they got sent back and then i opened a seller support case like oh the box had been damaged because they had been damaged mm. uh and then they refunded me the the shipping and like reimbursed me for the goods and then i saw they were still doing the protest so i just shipped them again oh. came back again <laughs> Uh, and I think I did this three times because I saw, well, yeah, I, I saw the refund still... each time. Yeah, three times. <laughs> Seriously, three times. 
I hope no one from America. Was that your mate? Was that you? <laughs> that one was me. Uh, <laughs> and then and they were like um, kids' kitchen play sets, and then I donated all of them to a local school after. So it all had a nice oh, end. Yeah. Pillar of society. Yeah, pillar yeah. of society. They gave me lots of bagels. Weirdly <laughs> enough, after they were like, "Oh, we got lots of bagels." So I was eating oh. bagels for like a week. <laughs> I mean, the first time I was ever blessed by an error like that, it was like when I first started selling, it was like some induction hobs or something I sent in. And um, like they were supposed to be sent back to me for some reason. I think I think I was like dabbling with A2A and didn't really know what I was doing. So I was going to gonna return them. And then they got sent back to me. And then I literally I opened a case at like 9 a.m. that morning or something, got reimbursed like an hour later because they just hadn't arrived. And then literally like 15 minutes after I got the reimbursement, UPS knock on the door. Here's your induction hubs. <laughs> I just send them right back in. It's <laughs> yeah. great. Have you guys heard any stories like that? Like um, crazy, crazy room. But I had it with the pool. Do you remember when I got uh, Matt Lou's pools turn up oh, at my yeah, door? That was funny. So like during the COVID days, I um I like swimming pools were huge, and I bought like I sent six in. They went missing. Created a removal order and never received them. Two or three months later, I created a case and I got reimbursed. Like really good profit i think like uh nearly 50 to 70 percent roi on each mm. one and then two months later i received a pallet and it just got matt loose details all over the side all six of them so obviously got the reimbursement and the pools as well but you know, these days they reverse the reimbursements don't they yeah they they, yeah. they they should do sometimes they still don't though i've had a couple where i've raised the case to get reimbursed and then it randomly they turn back up in my inventory but they don't claim it back so Sometimes you do get, yeah, there's like a banker error in your favor or monopoly or whatever. Because the day it is so easy to lose money out the back door of your Amazon business if you're not keeping on top of stuff going missing from shipments of like wrong fees and things like that. So yeah, it's nice when things work in your favor and you actually get a get a bonus instead of uh, having to claim back money. Yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of effort I have to put into just making sure that stuff has mm. arrived and i'm actually you know it's not just going missing yeah so especially the the uh, your scale i mean how do you how are crazy that, but like, what, what's your process for making sure you stay on top of this so i was doing it all myself at one point uh earlier in 2023 like springtime ish i had an uh, hired an admin va uh from atc and just brilliant i honestly couldn't run the business without her shout out christine if you're watching this <laughs> um she is amazing um so but what task does she do for She you? does inbound reconciliation, uh, so like, which is the main loss maker. I think last year they lost like 30 grand worth of stuff wow. or something of me, which, you know, if you're not chasing that, that's 30 grand mm. into your profits, you're losing. Um, so she does that. She does like prep, sh uh, prep sheet reconciliation, so just making sure everything's arrived from retailers at the prep center, um, chasing up any returns that are like, awfully damaged though it's not too common most of the time stuff like you can send back in but you know if, if, a, if a customer's like sent back the wrong item or sent back a laptop but the laptop's missing there's just a charger in the box mm. something stuff like that she'll chase up um i'm trying to think I, i'm literally so disconnected from it now because how, how well she does mm. it that i kind of forget what she does um just all the boring stuff just all the just spreadsheets that i just don't have time for and um did she do the do you do the purchasing or? yeah i still do the purchasing still do dna deal analysis and uh, i've got a va that sources for me as well to mm -hmm. supplement my own deals um but yeah she's just amazing yeah fair play so so you do sourcing yourself as well I guess, yeah to, to source, find these sourcing, i say like 80 percent of the deals <laughs> i find is just sourced by me because i just find that if you source yourself it's always better than what vas tend to bring in mm. 
don't know why. They're just <laughs> I can always just find better things and less saturated things as mm. well. Like, you know, you join listings where they don't just tank after a couple of weeks. Yeah, because if a VA finds you an item, chances are other mm. VAs have been looking on the yeah. same site. And... I think the worst thing is me finding a good deal and then I send it to like a friend for like a second opinion and they're like, oh, my VA found this this morning. I'm like, <laughs> cancelling my order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened to me yesterday. It was It was very sad. I think the one I sent you, I sent uh, to I sent to Liam, and um, he was like, "Yeah, my VA found that." <laughs> Half my order's quantity then. <laughs> so, what's your sourcing technique, and and how did you pick it up? Did... That's the big secret, really. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> I what mean, we're here to reveal. Yeah, I mean, I, I joined joined all things Amazon when I first started, and uh, just learned all the basics for Keeper and SaaS, and uh, just kind of used my own previous experience and. You know, just dedication, just being on the computer all the time, mm. trying to make it work. Just figured out my own little systems for it. Uh, I've got like three kind of distinct ways that I don't see many other sellers talk about, but I'm afraid I can't can't reveal them. No, on the podcast, yeah, so purchase the membership. Uh, pu- purchase the mentorship to yeah. find out. <laughs> so only three grand. Is the paywall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Block out the cameras. <laughs> How many hours do you think you spend uh, on your Amazon business? Oh, way less than I used to. Like when I first started like so much time like all day literally um now i've got the admin handled uh it takes a big chunk of tasks out of it uh i don't know it's hard because like some days i work all day and other days i work like a couple hours uh, mm. i say probably an average maybe like four hours a day oh nice of, like actual work um yeah it's actually become a thing lately. i've been like wow i actually have free time for the first time in my life like at any other point during my life i've always had like a business to work on in my free time um so yeah, just had to be finding other things to do. Mm. And if you genuinely enjoy it, it, it doesn't feel like work because yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I still en- I enjoy the data analysis side. Mm. I enjoy feeling like I'm sort of w- getting one over on on the retailers yeah. that I'm I'm buying from and like oh like finding a <laughs> yeah a I absolutely love it. I definitely very very glad I started. Mm. Um, like, obviously the money is great, but just just gives you something nice to do yeah i, I mean really and it's not for it, everyone so. if, if the idea of looking at graphs and <laughs> analyzing stuff is your idea of hell then yeah you probably yeah. shouldn't sell on amazon <laughs> no, yeah. it's just like when you find something profitable when you make a sale you know it gives you that little rush it's mm. um it's just amazing yeah, like, but can you remember the first item you sold uh yes it was something from b&m and i sold it for a loss oh really <laughs> uh, some like really cheap thing but i think i think it was like my third or fourth sale i sold a phone from an amazon to amazon flip and mm. i made like a hundred pound just off that one phone and i was like wow yeah. and then this it's is, like right, this, is, this is like that's real money time to scale like, this yeah, yeah and i was but, like yeah. if i could sell a hundred of those phones in a day exactly easy Okay, everyone can remember their first sale because that's the most important. That's not yeah. like, oh, the, the business model works even if you <laughs> it's, it's yeah, sold, it, sold it for a loss, but yeah. at least it at least it's sold. Yeah, yeah. But, but then, so can you remember your first sale, Harry? Yeah, mine was on Amazon or yeah. Uh, yeah, on Amazon. I think it was a dull. I think I bought it from Products for Profit and there wasn't very many. I bought it from, a, uh, not from Products for Profit. It was posted in Products for Profit and I bought it from Smith's and then I think I bought it for like 15 and sold it for 50. And I was like, I mean, it was the only sale I made that month. But I was like, yeah, it was, it hit like crack. It's, yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? What was your first sales? Um, mine was a chimney fire pit thing from, uh, it was either Lidl or Audi, I think. Because, um, yeah, it was during lockdown. Everyone was, it was sort of hot tubs and chimneys were, were the really uh, popular products. And yeah, bought it for, I think, 
because it was like 50 quid and sold it for 130 on the same day like literally i think i got the ebay notification on the way home um and for, for amazon it was it was an advent calendar because i um yeah i started in november 2020 so yeah got a few advent calendars a in I was like, oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah how about you guys i remember me and alex the guy me and ben own the <clears throat> the prep center with we were really excited to do amazon so we went and we didn't even have seller amp we were just using the Amazon seller app and we were scanning everything in BNM. We ended up with like shit tons of stuff, two cars full of stuff. And then we took it back to my place and uh, we realized, oh wait, we actually can't sell like more than half of it because it's restricted. <laughs> it's hazmat. We had no idea how to check it. We weren't using seller amp. Uh, so we ended up having to return all the stuff. But anyway, the, the my first ever thing I think was a Febreze air freshener. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, Felix, you're going to have to help us here because Gage has definitely got the award for the weirdest thing that he sold on Amazon out of the three of us. <laughs> What's oh, the weirdest thing you've sold on Amazon? Weirdest thing I've sold on Amazon. Uh, oh, actually, I, something springs to mind. I bought some forks the other day on an Amazon, to, like just forks to eat with. Um, I think I bought them for like 20 quid for a single fork, bear in mind, which I already One think, fork? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. I, I know, I know. <laughs> already expensive. And I was like, what? Why is, why is this why is this sort of thing? Uh, look at the price chart. They sell for like 70 quid each or something per fork. Yeah, I've seen that. That's actually buying, crazy. Who's buying this stuff? It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, you just got to trust yeah, the data. I think that, that, I think I even put a little thing on the prep sheet being like, this is really what I'm selling nowadays. Bloody <laughs> forks. Like, it's just such a weird thing. That is weird. Hey, who's buying, like, I can understand a cutlery set or something, yes. but not well, just no, a cutlery single set, fork. Fair enough, yeah. but a single one. That is like, your money, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I thought it was like, or something. You spent like, 700 quid on just your yeah. forks what about the knives yeah what about <laughs> the knives? Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous money um that's probably the weirdest uh, at least that springs to mind do i still win weirdest award then yeah do you know what i've sold felix what internal deodorants I wait ha hang on how do you think that works yeah <laughs> is it a pill close yeah or it's, it's like a syrup i think a syrup? Uh, yeah syrup you have it like cough medicine Mm. And then it's meant to make your sweat not smell. You've got a really stink to, <laughs> yeah. to buying that. Yeah. So but my initial thought when Gage told that story was it was like a deodorant can that you just stick up your bum. <laughs> the I only person to ever think that. Yeah. There was just silence in the room. And <laughs> yeah. Ben was like, is it? <laughs> I think Ben's projecting. Mm, yeah. Possibly. Oh my. <laughs> so... Uh, Jesse, the editor we have here, he showed me a, a TikTok before Ben got here today. And he said, this is the first TikTok I saw today. And uh, you've put big boobied women on your TikTok now, Ben, on your <laughs> yeah. latest post. I'm get, getting desperate now yeah. for engagement. <laughs> it's really shit. It's just like big boob women. And then it's me. And then it's like, what? <laughs> People, people who know me are going to see this, Ben. I think I'm some sort of pervert. <laughs> I think the initial, because uh, you have to freeze frame on a bit, and it's you saying, I'm doing OnlyFans money. Oh, my God. Even though Gage, for the record, isn't doing OnlyFans No, uh, not even. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that's so true, because I was having Ooh. a look at your uh, coding video. Whoa, uh, whoa. <laughs> and I think there was a moment your editor may have forgotten to blur your bookmarks. 
Oh God, please don't. Oh, uh, was, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't see the whole thing, one. but I'm pretty sure it said like only only fans pay out H and then do the rest not, is cut off. Do it's, not um... click the episode one of the coding video. Do not click it, please. And definitely don't leave a like and a comment. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you've just recorded episode two of that, right? I have, yeah. Even uh, did a suggestion from Billy Bob 2322 or something. <laughs> Thanks, Billy Bob. So yeah, well, what's uh, what's in store for episode two? So uh, in the first episode, we took all of the orders from the account using the API, and now we're going through the orders, getting the cost of the order, uh, our total sales, total profit, total ROI, uh, all of the stuff that Sellers Hawkit tells you. We work out in that episode. No, that's really cool. So you're effectively showing people how to code their own sort of Seller Toolkit. Yes, life, if you like. and then in our next episode. I'll show them how to connect the script they just made to the internet. So then we can build our own little dashboard. And you're just... going to spawn like 10 new dashboards. From yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> there's going to be people undercutting on their version of Seller Toolkit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seller Toolkit's going to go down to like a dollar a month. Yeah. <laughs> gay Toolkit. Race to the bottom. Yeah, remember the gay, gay Pricer. <laughs> yes. And, uh, the real ones will remember that one. Yeah. 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 The initial name for Ascent was Gay Pricer. Race to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. The whole gay brand. <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, absolutely. So, but Harry, you've just got back from skiing. So, yes. and, and I don't didn't notice any limping. So you've managed to. Come no, I've come out unscathed, yeah. which is good. I was so nervous at the start. I thought it was going to come back in a cast. Honestly, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I did my I did my cruciate ligaments like two years ago as well, and uh, yeah, that was like to ages to get over. And I just like felt pain in my knees on the first day. I was like, oh no. This is not no. good, but yeah, no, it's quality. I, have you guys ever been skiing? Never, never. never once. It, it does look good though. If you're into sports, it's so good. Like I was saying to Ben and Gage yesterday that um, thing is with Amazon, you're behind a screen all day, and mm. then once you're out doing skiing, you're doing sports, and you're doing it all day, you just don't think of anything. You're not behind a screen. It's yeah. so like it's very so therapeutic just be out for a week and not be behind a screen. So yeah, I think I need that. Yeah, to go book a ski holiday and get near at prey as well because it's quite uh yeah it's quite funny seeing the videos of like people just getting absolutely smashed and they're like tumbling down the hill. <laughs> I I didn't make it over to that side. I reckon you could achieve that same effect by just taking lots of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> just avoid the ski holiday altogether. Probably cheaper. Probably yeah. Cheaper. yeah. It sounds like something that your friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not health advice. <laughs> I, I do have a fun story for this one. Uh, so I'm a little bit tired. This podcast. Uh, because last night me and my girlfriend about to go to sleep she's like Gage I think I smell gas I'm like oh, it's just in your head let's just go to sleep she said like, no I really smell gas uh, I'm like okay go go check then she's like stands up yeah it smells of gas I go downstairs stinks of gas she's left the fucking gas on on the hob for the last two or three hours oh. so it's just been filling our house with carbon monoxide right and we've been breathing it in for the last three hours uh so she's freaking out because she's like oh my god we've got carbon dioxide poisoning we're gonna die i'm like it's fine we'll just get some fresh air we'll just oh i just opened the windows i was like just get in the car it's fine uh and then i'm unplugging the car and i'm in a dressing gown uh, that doesn't have any pockets so i accidentally put the keys in the boot as i close the boot and then i get in the car and i go oh i don't have my keys and she goes gage confusion is a symptom of carbon monoxide <laughs> <laughs> and i just laugh hysterically so then uh i had to spend some time 
calming calming everything so down. What did you do? Go for a walk to get some fresh air. Just went for a drive. Yeah, yeah, because I uh, I was wearing a dressing gown with no underpants, so that would not have been a good <laughs> a good idea. No, I'm well, glad you lived to tell the tale. Yeah, around at one a.m. just but, like that. But can you imagine? I literally told her like, "There's no smell of gas. Mm. It's in your head," and. It was there was an actual gas leak in my house. I could have died. I could have gone to sleep and not woken up. Well, at least you didn't have, have like light up a cigarette just yeah. to get over the stress. Yeah. <laughs> cigarette before bed. <laughs> no, yeah. mental, absolutely mental. Right, glad to, glad you made it. Crazy. Just been waiting for you to pick me up and just. You never came. Yeah, yeah. She just went in his house. That would have been a Nothing. good one to get pulled over by the police last night, wouldn't it? In yeah. your dressing gown. Yeah, legs spread. Yeah, I'm not drunk. I'm just a carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> I did think, actually, uh, I was driving towards the hospital. Just in case anyone pulled me over, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to the hospital. Because I don't know what the rule is of driving with no underpants. <laughs> is that public indecency? I don't know. No, I you can't. Know. What did you wear on your feet? Do you wear slippers? Is that, a, is that a legitimate question? I, was, I wore shoes, I think. Uh, yeah. So you wore shoes and a dressing gown? That's yeah. rogue. Because I don't own slippers. Oh, okay. That, that, yes. that's, that's, you're guilty to the fashion police. Yeah. So yeah. That's about it. I'm not a beta male. I don't wear, <laughs> I don't wear no, but you're not allowed to wear slippers or like sliders and drive. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. So you would have got done for that, but not for being naked. <laughs> What do you think of all the hate you get on Twitter then, Felix? <laughs> Good transition. Um, yeah. Um, no, it doesn't really faze me, to be honest. Like, if people want to hate, it's usually because they've got some ulterior motives. I mean, the only people that really come after me are the people that are arguably my competitors on mm. Twitter, like people that are trying to sell memberships, and are like very pivoted around that. So it's clear to see why they would, because, you know, if you discredit someone on Twitter, they might go with you instead of with me. So I don't know, they can do what they want, but I think majority of people that like aren't those people that are directly, you know, calling me out and trying to make stuff up about me and stuff. Uh, I get so many DMs of like, either that it makes both of us look unprofessional and it just looks bad for everyone involved, which you know obviously isn't great. Um, but most of the time they're just like, I don't get why they'll go unnamed, but you know, I think we can all, we all know who. I don't get why they're always, uh, you know, coming after you and, you know, for no good reason. Have you ever had a conversation with any of these people that come after you? No, like, no, which is yeah. ridiculous. In fact, the the arguably the main offender, we've had one conversation once where we were going to go halves on a wholesale deal. And that's the only time I've ever talked to him, yeah. ever. And I've like, apart from once where, uh, before I blocked him most recently, I reached out to him and was like, why are you such a cunt? Like, <laughs> what, we could just be friends and like working together. Like, we're both like similar level um in the amazon game it makes no sense for you to be like this hostile but you know and did he reply yeah he did he just was like oh i just don't like you i don't know he just gave some bullshit reason (laughs) yeah i I think Uh, a lot of people they they take your success at your age one of two ways just like ben said earlier i mean there's there's loads of people that have said like oh you know at 20 i was getting pissed at the kebab shop and throwing up and whatever and uh, yeah, I you know still it's, do, do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know you're doing all this and it's so good you know congrats but other people think like oh i was at kebab shop at 20 throwing up this guy he didn't deserve it it was handed to him i'm just like mm. he got lucky 
they'll they'll throw every excuse yeah, at the one, book yeah. to try and justify one of, it. One of the things was uh, someone uh, commented like, "Oh, daddy's money." Like, yeah, my dad is a labourer. He's a Polish builder. Like, he's not exactly strapped for cash. And my mum, I don't think she's even got a taxable income. She's a yoga teacher, like part time. Yeah, like I'm not <laughs> not from some mad rich family or anything. I just started with nothing when I was like 13 and just kept flipping over the money mm. until now. The most frustrating thing has been people go like, oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. It's like, oh. I've yeah, I'm so lucky that I worked hard. Yeah, yeah. the harder yeah. I work, the luckier I get. Uh, I literally be on the toilet, like on my phone, trying to fucking work. Like, yeah. I, I don't really take days off. Like, even when I go on holiday, I still work for several hours in the morning. Like, and next thing you know, you've been taking a shit for two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I, I think I think age is probably quite a big thing. So if you're like, if you're like in your forties with a couple of kids in a mm. sexless marriage, and some kid comes along and now doing way better than you, that, yeah. that, that might hit you and you. Yeah. Your yeah. ego a little bit, and it probably will. And and I, I see this quite a lot where people are lovely to you; they'll be really supportive and things until you start doing better than them. Mm, and then yeah. something's like, "Oh, hang on, uh, no, I wanted you to stay below me," sort of thing. I see this mm. a lot with people who run groups and things. But like, yeah, like we're we obviously co-own all things arbitrage, which you uh, which you joined uh, to get started. Mm. And there's loads of people who have taken the knowledge from the group and are now doing bigger and better than, than us in our own Amazon businesses. Yeah. And that yeah. gives me nothing but sheer joy. It's like, wow, oh, we've, we've helped this person scale up and everything. Yeah, like so. if I've ever got membership clients and then they, you know, they're doing really well, I'm instantly like, yeah, go on, mm. like, well done. Like, it's obviously working well for you, worked well for me. Like everyone's making money. It doesn't make me lose money. Like, if they're doing well, well, I don't really see why you wouldn't be happy. No, exactly. Like Amazon is so vast. There's plenty of money out there right. for everyone. Every, we can all eat. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. understand. No, why. no, we can't. It's no, we have to take everyone down. Yeah. <laughs> I want the whole trillion dollar sales a year yeah, to just, myself. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> it's called just... the 50K curse, isn't it? Once you hit that in a month, that's it. You're doomed. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it was Charlie that coined that, wasn't it? Yeah. It's, 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 it's just explain the 50k curse so it's usually people are quite you know when they're on when they join like ata or the twitter community they you know quite humble or like active you know nice people and then when they start to do well they start to transition a bit and then yeah. when they hit that fifty thousand revenue pound mark in a, in a month that's it there's no going back you're just that. a cunt at that point yeah <laughs> luckily for me i was a cunt before that yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'd say i'm so pretty friendly to most people that message me i mean uh, even beginners, uh, just yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen somewhere. you tweet something that was unreasonable. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, you've never come at anyone or no, anything. Like I'll, I'll, I'll speak my mind if I think what someone else is doing is maybe you know a bit weird. Like I'll just share my thoughts, but I never personally attack someone or you know yeah. come after anyone. I, I don't personally dislike anyone. I think. We're just random people on the internet. I don't yeah. have an opinion of you. Like I don't. I don't That's know always you. what I find weird. Is I could not hate someone I don't actually know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it, it'll be interesting to see if it changes. Now you've actually like you've done a face reveal, yeah, so I, you're I, now I'm actually interested. a person. You're not just no. like a cat on Twitter. Are yeah. the people that the other offenders? Do they have? Do they reveal their face on social media? One of them. Yeah. I mean, nah, nah, not really. The the main the main person that was always coming after me. I. I've not seen his face. I don't, I don't believe he's done any. You think he's a cat thing. too? Maybe. 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 Maybe That's the rivalry. Amazon's all a front. They're yeah. both cats. <laughs> That'd be funny. I think more likely he's just a bald 40 year old man. 
but <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe we should have him on the podcast. That would certainly be interesting. Yeah, if he is indeed a person. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> so, Felix, what tip would you give to a brand new seller starting on Amazon tomorrow? Uh, just network. Network with other people. Talk to other sellers that are starting out. Help each other. Um, join a group, but don't join a leads group. Don't be just buying leads off Discord. You're not going to make money doing that. You know, there's a reason why they're in that group and not being used by the people that find them. Um, you know, find a group where it's people that are supportive and you can just build with other people that are on the same level and um, just learn from each other. Like, I mean, that's how I got started. I just would message, I'd message bigger sellers, I'd message smaller sellers. And just kind of, you know, figure out how they were doing their thing and just learn from that and um, apply it to my own business. I just want to say, we didn't pay him to say that. <laughs> join, join ATA. Up there with a gun uh, under yeah. the table. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're paying him after the end. <laughs> I mean, You've got two guns right there. <laughs> I, think that's I, I do like ATA, but I mean, there, there are other groups that I'm sure are decent. Um, yeah, but ATA, is, ATA is where I started though. So it's definitely what I'd recommend to people. Um, yeah, it's just just talk to people, just network and learn from each other. That's definitely something I neglected at the start was the the networking side because all mm. my my previous business I was very much a lone wolf. I'd never message anyone. Yeah, if same. people messaged me, I'd be very short with them. Uh, but now, you know, it's so helpful to have collective knowledge from other people. And mm. yeah, you know, my business, my Amazon business, didn't really start taking off until I. Uh, adapt and started networking with people and then my business really really took off and if i never would have done that i don't i you know maybe it still would have but i don't think at the same level that it did no i agree i think that people have a misconception that you could you need to take advice from people that are just above you mm. and that you should only be taking advice from people better than you there's so much to learn from people who are starting out because i feel like when you get along the journey you neglect the basics and mm. you go actually no that's a really good point so you can learn from everyone you become a bit blind to some things when yeah. you've been selling for a mm. while yeah sometimes you need a new perspective yeah, yeah. i know i've said this before but if you can find someone who's on the same level as you who started at a similar time to compete with someone ahead of you to mentor you and someone behind you to mentor yourself mm. that's just gonna completely skyrocket your, your growth because yeah. you're, you're talking about amazon every day you're competing you're helping you're you're being taught from someone who's ahead of you and yeah that they, they've been doing that pretty I much think, since i think that's the the other thing as well is just completely immerse yourself in it mm. like if you really are committed to making it work and you want to do like crazy numbers and all that stuff you need to just be doing it all the time every day and it's like it's like doing anything you don't get good at something by just doing it every now and then you got to be waking up and you got to think, all right, what am I going to do today to make my goals work? And especially with something like Amazon, because they, they change the fucking goalposts on almost yeah, a daily, yeah. weekly you, basis. You've got to learn to adapt. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not doing the same things I was doing six months mm. ago or a year ago or whatever. No, absolutely. Speaking of Amazon changing the goalposts, they've just, uh, next month, they're implementing a change to the US shipping, which I wonder m might come here. God. Is they're doing. Uh, you know when you do a shipment and you you put all the items in there and then it splits it up into like four or five different locations and it's very annoying to prep. What they're doing is they are offering you so you can ship all to one location. All of your units go there, but then you get charged a fee per item so that it's all shipped to one, one place. So you can have fully to one uh, center, you can have mixed, or you can have Amazon complete control when you end up shipping it to loads of places. So uh, they're shafting US sellers because now instead of only getting like you have to ship to two or three places, 
you might have to ship to five or six unless they're going to charge you. Yeah, unless you're going to pay the fee. So are they doing that more so that it's not being received by, like, say, if you do a standard size shipment, now they're actually auto-distributing it to fulfillment centers without having to receive it, then do it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to reduce the transfer of when it gets to Amazon, then they have to pay to transfer their goods. They're going to say, fuck you. Yeah, you're paying for the transfer of goods now. So they're passing the cost onto the seller again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do do you know what the fee per unit? I I think if you want to have it all to one center, it's an extra forty five cents a unit. Wow. And then you have to pay for it to then be transferred from there on top, or is that? Oh no, no. uh, That that's what it covers. Is like that that covers the transfer, Mm. so you don't have that fee. Uh, But they have reduced fulfillment fees by twenty cents, so it's not that much it's only the mm. 25 cent difference mm. uh but yeah interesting i wonder if that will come to the uk or be like if you want to ship to one place then you pay an additional yeah fee. i mean obviously the uk there's states in the usa that are bigger than the uk yeah. so because there's less shipping involved between fulfillment centers maybe it won't but usually when amazon make changes in the us in a couple of months time it comes to the uk because i think the the fee increase that we've seen recently that happened Ooh, in the us yeah. last year and then came to the uk in february this year Oh, there's an additional like filter with it as well. You can select which area of the US you want your item shipped to. So if you're on the West Coast, it's quicker to, and cheaper to ship to in, fulfillment centers in the West Coast. Mm. But then they charge you an additional per unit fee for that as well. I wonder if that would impact their sales as well. Because if you've got, like, you know, if you have FT transfer, it goes all around the country. So, you, you know, that item you spent 30 grand on mm. and let's say you're only sending it to a few states you're kind of restricting your ability to sell all over the country yeah yeah whereas in the uk if like you only had it up north then you're never going to win the buy box from someone buying down south mm. yeah usually if i've got a shipment of like a large volume of units i'll sometimes ask the prep center to split it up into a few different shipments in the aim of you know hopefully get into a few different locations um it's a good point i never increase that. that buy box share yeah yeah that, that's a good point because mm. obviously if because it's really annoying when your shipment gets received and then immediately goes into FC transfer. But yeah. if you've got a lot of units, actually, if they all, if a quarter of them go to the first place and then you send the next quarter in mm. a week later, it's going to say, oh, we've already got a load here. Now you can send it here and it doesn't go into FC transfer. Good. good what idea. do you think your, your yeah. hardest moment or biggest mistake was so far in your Amazon journey? I would say trusting this board game supplier. So uh, this is actually something I've been called out on Twitter for, which is somehow my fault. But um, basically, so I had someone message me on Amazon. To be honest, should be the first red flag. But they were they were just like, oh, I've got I've got these board games for board games company. Um, we're looking for like wholesale people to work with, uh, and it's like proper proper registered company. And I got got all their address details, and you know, you've got a unit. Like it's a real place um and it all seemed legit like they say i was very wary of it because i was like it's a bit weird um but they actually sent me the stock first before i paid for it so i was like well what's what's the risk here it will seem fine to me that's um, unusual they sent they sent you the stock before you before they asked yeah, because well, wow. i was i was just really suspicious of it because i was just like it's weird like I, I asked them i think i asked to pay via paypal so i was like covered and they were like no yeah. you can just pay when it and it gets to you. Wow. Um, yeah, turns out after sending it in, pretty much instantly got just like IP claimed on the listing and got an un- unauthorized claim as well. Um, and yeah, it was, it turns out you can get fake board games and that's a thing. So wow. after it took me like six months to get it sorted of like threatening this guy with legal action. Um, 
I was not going to go and hire a lawyer because, I mean, it was a few thousand pounds I'd spent, but I called my regular lawyer and he was like, I'm 145 an hour, which I wasn't really keen on paying. Yeah, that. then so you're I, paying more legal fees. Yeah, there. so I, I wrote up like a refund agreement contract myself and was like, oh, my lawyer sent me this to um, pass on to you to sign. I managed to get him to sign it in the end and he did refund majority of the money. Definitely still down a few thousand pounds. Um, God, what yeah, a dickhead. Was, that was not good. But the real kick in the teeth is after this fucking awful mistake, I've been scammed. Um, someone on Twitter tried to spin it as if I was on purpose buying and selling fake goods. And this was like how I make all my money. Just makes it comes no back sense. to that jealousy of people, you know, yeah, it's like, anything. It's, it's got to be, yeah. it's gotta be yeah. something he's doing. A sizable yeah. dent out of my figures for the year because of how much I lost from all the fees and, you know, having stopped that Amazon didn't even send back because that's just their policy. And, um, yeah, not ideal. Basically, don't trust any supplier that's not VAT registered because it's suspicious. Yeah, maybe don't trust people from your Amazon messages. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> Amazon messages as well. That's definitely true. Yeah. Just ignore anyone that's not. And, and if someone sends customer. you a bunch of thousands thousands of pounds worth of goods yeah, without asking for payments, probably too good it to It just true. never yeah. registered in my mind fake board games of all mm. things. Yeah. But I've realized now, after watching like documentaries on YouTube, you can get fake anything. Like, yeah. Saw a thing for fake Ferrari brakes, which wow sounds absolutely awful. Like, <laughs> I had a I weird know. Amazon message recently. So on my US account, I got uh, a message like, "Oh, uh, I see you're selling this ASIN. What is the uh, is this the correct size chart for this shoe?" And then they attach an image. I'm not clicking any links, but so I opened it in like a virtual machine, and it's a cease and desist letter. <laughs> That they've that they've like disguised as a uh, like they th- says like oh size shoe size chart and it's a cease and desist letter to stop selling the ASIN so they're like they're tricking you into opening it and then uh, I guess maybe you then because you've opened it you're legally obligated to to follow it like how in America they serve you with documents they'll pay someone to dress up as a pizza delivery guy and then when they give you a pizza like oh here's the documents. Yeah, isn't that weird? I've like, seen that. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I ignored the message without opening it three times. It sent me a fourth one. I was like, oh, fine, I'll, I'll fucking bite. I'll open it in a virtual machine. And and yeah, literally just a season desist letter. I was like, it was the least thing. I was, I was expecting a virus. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a season desist letter. Was it actually from the brand or was it one of those fake messages? That you well, you don't know. You never know if it's from the brand mm. or not. I, I trust it when I get like some sort of letter. Yeah, if it's in the post... Yeah, I'll, I'll respect it. Yeah, if it's in the post and it's got some sort of legal heading of like a law firm I can actually look mm. up. Like no, it, I usually try and contact them as well to make sure. I get quite a few from the US actually. They they send them out like hotcakes there mm. and they send it to my UK address and to send a letter uh, that contains lots of documents, which they tend to do, it's like 40 pounds. They've sent me like 10 of them. I think you spent 400 quid, like you could just shot me an email. <laughs> well, I, I don't understand if they wanted to send you a cease and desist letter why do they not just send it as a cease and desist why have they disguised it I, I reckon p- potentially I could claim like oh I never opened it because mm. it's in the UK it doesn't work like that you you know if if I'm trying to sue someone I don't have to like physically go and give them the papers I just send it to their address whereas in the US it's almost like you have to do like a gotcha moment that they definitely got it mm. Was the brand you were selling, were Amazon on the listing as well, by any chance? No. 
It's a weird one because I was speaking with someone the other day who works for that side of doing, uh, like, direct, uh, dealing with Amazon and they work on behalf of a brand. Mm. So, actually, the reason why we get these cease and desist letters is because if Amazon aren't getting sales, then Amazon bill the brand for the miss, uh, the loss of sales for that. Oh, that's so, not only oh, that, wow. so when you're undercutting people as well, obviously, you're dev- devaluing the brand. So, say, like Charlotte Tilbury, for exa- example. That usually only comes out when people just bond the listings and yeah. it's just a mass IP claim because obviously it just devalues the product. But yeah. if, um, say, with like the Shark Ninja ones, I've never had uh, a letter through, but I've found that people who have got letters are like at the very bottom of the listing. Mm-hmm. And they're if you're like in and around the Amazon price, then, well, they can just say, well, Amazon, you were the one who reduced your price. They could have bought through your channel. We're not going to pay that, you know, that ex- extra. Wow, I never knew that. But, uh, yeah, if oh, you're nice. basically undercutting Amazon, uh, they'll send you cease and desist letters and things like that to get you off because otherwise they're going to have to pay a load of money out. But there's actually also, apparently, unless they want to pursue it, not much they can really do about just kind of frighten you into trying and getting off the listing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have ignored Shark Ninjas once before um, and been all right. But, um, I, no, I, you've I, never I opened the letters, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really sell so much of their stuff anymore, but um, yeah, I do notice it's it's usually on listings where they're tanking. I actually had a message through the other day from a buyer um, and I ignored it because I just thought it was some other seller trying to pull the wool over my eyes. But it turns out it was the brand because about two days later, I had an IP claim. <laughs> um, but thankfully, Amazon invoice just defeated it. But. I, I've had a brand tell me that they'd sell me their products direct, but only if I raised the price on their products first. And I was like, what? Like, you want me to raise the price? And he's like, yeah, we just don't want to see anyone devaluing the product. So just like mm. Harry said, they'll give they'll give you the product, but you have to price at their set price. And if you don't, they won't sell it to you. It's mental that they would put that in writing as well, because that is well price fixing. Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah, he didn't put it in writing. Oh, he right. told me in person. Oh okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, that'd be why then. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I, I, I got to have a conversation with you that I can't have over the phone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always the start of an interesting conversation yes yes you know something cool's coming then. <laughs> so um so it's valentine's day today so uh mm. you're on a strict curfew uh you almost yeah. got in trouble didn't you so. yeah i i didn't i didn't realize that it, we we were booked in for valentine's so uh missus wasn't too pleased so got to be home before five so i can make the dinner reservation yeah so me when i told her last week oh i'm going on a podcast on wednesday she was like oh on Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's not like I was planning on doing anything. <laughs> what about you, Harry? Are you up to much? Uh, not much. I'm just there. Uh, do you have you ever done the M&S dining? I always like it when it comes around to Valentine's Day because you mm. get like a you get like a starter main side mm, and exactly dessert and a bottle of prosecco. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I'm doing It's actually tonight. sick. <laughs> Even if you don't have a Valentine's, I recommend going to go get it because it's good value. Yeah, yeah. Heard it here first, folks. Exactly. Have, you, have you got an affiliate link for MS? <laughs> yeah, is it, the, is it down below? Harry FBA at checkout. <laughs> so I, I've done the uh, the old Interflora trick that I mentioned, I think, on the last episode, where, uh, yeah, got got, got us some roses, uh, but obviously ordered it online to be delivered. So it, it looks like you put in load of effort, but actually you put in no effort. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I, I, I don't get like going out to do it or just get it delivered. Mm. Even if you pay like that slight premium, it just saves then, any headache. And then I'm uh, we're, we're having steak uh, tonight, nice. which is which is going to be good. So do you guys know um, March the fourteenth? What what day that is? No. no so no. so March the fourteenth is steak and blowjob day. 
Oh wow! <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm in Florida uh, this <laughs> month, so so we're combining the two into one. So stay complete. Oh, you go with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's a bit worrying. Homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, steak and blowjob day. I, th I think it was made by some Australian guys who were like, right, February the fourteenth is more kind of for the ladies, so there needs to be one uh, for, for the guys as well. So yeah, I mean the the, the name sort of says it already. So yeah, if you on March the fourteenth, if you're going around your supermarket and you see some uh, you see some ladies uh, looking around the the steak section, yeah, you know what's going down. <laughs> Don't want to be around Ben on March the 14th. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. his friends Same are going to be frightened listening yeah. back to this podcast. Don't want to, don't want to catch a stray mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, I think else? so. Yeah, cool. Mm. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, so, yeah, catch you on the next episode of All Things Podcast. Thanks for joining us, Felix. Well, so, definitely have you back again. Yeah. yeah, nice one. Thank you very much, guys. See you later. Bye.